Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hello, this is Monica Reinagle, and you're listening to the Nutrition Divas Quick and Dirty Tips for Eating Well and Feeling Fabulous. I just read a very interesting book called The Good News About What's Bad for You and The Bad News About What's Good for You by Jeff Wilzer. Now, we all work so hard to get it right, to eat the right things, to get enough exercise, to avoid bad habits. And if you ever feel like it's all just getting to be too much, you're going to love this book because it reminds us that almost anything you can do has both upsides and downsides, and that obsessing about every little thing is silly and counterproductive. And joining me today to talk about all this good news and bad news is the author, Jeff Wilzer. Welcome, Jeff. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. So for those of you who, uh, for those of my listeners who don't know you already, Jeff's a nationally syndicated writer who has written about everything from health to World War II history to hashtags for publications, including GQ, New York Magazine, Esquire, the Chicago Trib, my own hometown newspaper, the Baltimore Sun, and even the Huffington Post. So Jeff, as a fellow mythbuster and moderationalist, I loved the concept for your book, using science to demonstrate that most vices have at least one virtue and vice versa. And what I took from that is we shouldn't worry too much about the occasional indulgence, but also that maybe we shouldn't feel too smug or overconfident just because we eat our vegetables. That's exactly right. I think that all of us, we, we all want to be healthier. And I think we often are made to feel fear, right? Or fear of being inadequate. Like every day, there's some new study saying, oh, like be concerned about this or don't do this or do this. And even when we think, okay, like I, I exercise a decent amount. I, I try and eat, you know, kind of healthy. And like, I'm, I'm made to feel like I can't keep up. Like, like I don't know enough about antioxidants and I'm worried <laughs> about my, my macronutrient profile. <laughs> a lot of the science says, you know what? Like, don't sweat all that stuff. If you stick to the basics, you're probably okay. Well, to a certain extent, you're definitely singing my tune here, but I'm sure you're not saying that we should just ignore everything we're told and do whatever we want, or are you? No, of course not. And I think that's the, there's a tricky balancing act between not obsessing about like every latest new fad and then also having a good kind of grounding of the basics. And a book tries to show the difference between those two things. Um, I think we've all seen th- that there's so many health fads, right? Like every 
week there's a new um, kind of gimmick diet or or a new silver bullet of health. And what a book does is try to comb through the science and say, you know what, actually, like the basics, to your point, the basics still really matter. And instead of obsessing about some new health gimmick, um, think more soundly about like the, all right, just having a sensible, reasonable diet. Yeah, I think things don't change nearly as much or as often as you as we get the impression that they do from watching the media. Exactly. Yep. So I couldn't help but notice that food and nutrition seem to take up a disproportionate number of chapters in your book. And, you know, certainly addressing nutrition myths and talking people off these ledges is what keeps me in business. But do you think that there's some reason that this particular area is more subject to distortion or irrationality than others? That's a great question. I think that people tend to get emotional about food and about health and, and for understandable reasons, right? Like we, like there's nothing in a way like more s- central to how we live our lives than kind of what we eat and what we put into our bodies. And food is, also serves a ceremonial role in the world, right? Whenever you, um, so many social functions, the fabric of our lives happens around dinner and breakfast and lunch. And so of course, it, it, it's, I, I get why all of us, myself included, are fascinated by new studies and, and what's changing and uh, should we be having you know, more antioxidants? I, I get why um, we're enthralled by this, um, but it's very easy, uh, to your point, that because there's so much seemingly back and forth, distortions can happen. And so it's, it's important to, when we see headlines of, uh, ah, this new food is, increases your risk of X by 200% to think, okay, yeah, but what's your risk in the first place? Like, let's put this study in perspective. Yeah, maybe it's just because we eat three or four times a day that we feel more impacted by these mm-hmm. kinds of myths than we might about maybe a myth about exercise. Because I don't exercise three or four times a day. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And you know what? The science would say that if you did, it's probably too much. And too much exercise can probably, like people there, you know, there have been plenty of studies showing the ultra marathoners and people who go nuts running, running, running. They are at higher risk of heart attack than people who never run that much. And that's not to say, aha, therefore don't ever run. But it's saying, okay, like keep running in perspective the same way you would like don't eat 10,000 uh, servings of kale, right? So also let's not run too many marathons a year. So most of your food-related topics are ones that I've covered in previous shows. And in almost every case, I've come to much the same conclusions that you have. For example, I think the benefits of coffee and caffeine far outweigh the risks for most people. Yep. And I thought all that recent talk about basin bacon causing cancer was kind of ridiculous. So let's talk about a few topics that you've tackled that I haven't covered. For example, please tell me what is good about procrastination because that's, that's one of my biggest challenges. And if I can't stop procrastinating, um, then at least tell me why it's good for me. One psychologist had a theory, is it Frank Portney has a theory that, you know, um, we have a tendency as humans now to do things so fast to react to everything instantly. If we get an email, we are now kind of programmed to want to reply to that right away and have the mythical zero inbox and zero inbox. And we want to have our, you know, our, our desk clean. Um, there is, he argues, 
very concrete value to delay. By choosing when you do things, that helps give you uh, more power and helps be, you set the agenda. So for example, and other th- also there are benefits to waiting. So let's say, for example, when I've given a book, an example of, let's imagine you're a lawyer and you have to write a brief and the brief is due in a month and you know, okay, it will take me two days to do. Now you could do it right away um, and great, good for you. But if you wait, there are two or three things that could happen. One thing is um, maybe in those 28 days between now and then, some new information comes to light in the case that you wouldn't have had before. And so you're better prepared in the future. Second thing is maybe the case just gets dismissed. So you don't have to worry (laughs) about it. And the third thing, and really the most useful thing is you might have some thought about the case in the shower or while driving or whatever, when you're not even working on it. And it's those kind of insights that happen often when we're not actively working on something. So by delaying, by what he calls active procrastination, you give yourself more time and space to really let the idea simmer and percolate. So if you just bang the job out right away, it might be kind of rushed. So it's not to say, okay, therefore just loaf around the sofa all day. It's uh, sadly, I don't, I did not find a study that says, good news, just sit around on your butt and you're good to go. <laughs> I did not find that study, but Rats. there's often, there's often real value in delaying as long as you can. I feel so much better. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Now, another one of my many faults is that I am a complete failure at meditation. I know it should make my life better and it should improve my health, but I can't do it. So, so I can feel a little better about that. What's the possible downside that I'm missing by not meditating? Well, I, I, I will say there are plenty of studies showing, yay, meditation is the best thing for you since, you know, the invention of kale. Um, but, uh, and, and I, and I do think there's plenty of, I'm not knocking meditation any substantive way. That said, 
there are the one kind of uh, study of studies, a meta study showed that ah, when you look at thousands of people who meditate versus the non-meditators, they don't really see any uh, positive impact as far as sense of well-being, as far as uh, health benefits. And so again, that's not saying it doesn't work for certain people. I'm sure it does. I struggle and try to do it myself. But there are some studies that kind of cast a bit of doubt on whether it's this panacea for all. And the other kind of quirkier thing is, in some very rare cases, um, as one neuroscientist told me, people can uh, lose their sense of space when they meditate. And, and, and you know, I'm sure you've seen the new studies showing how um, meditation can actually physically change your brain, right? The way that they've done brain scans and before and after and shown, yeah, it changes your brain. And for very certain, very small uh, percentage of people, when they meditate, uh, they can lose their sense of space physiologically and stumble around some. Now, does that mean if you're meditating now, you should stop meditating because you might run into a car? No, of course not. We're not saying, oh, don't do it. It's bad. But so this one's kind of a half. There are a lot of things in the book that are kind of a half joke. So in case, but, but in case someone um, doesn't really want to meditate, but they're sick of that person, that healthy person from Brooklyn telling them, oh man, you got to meditate. Like this book gives some ammunition of saying, well, here's why I don't really want to. <laughs> Well, those are just two of the more than 100 good and bad habits that you poke holes in. So besides being fodder for small talk at cocktail parties or, or, or maybe fuel for annoying those healthier-than-thou family members at this year's holiday get-togethers, what do you hope people will take away from reading this book? Are you just trying to make us a little bit more skeptical or help us lighten up a little bit? I think it's a great question. I think mindsets really matter. And often when, understandably, when we get this barrage of health news, oh, this is good, this is bad. It's easy to kind of think, ah, geez, like none of this stuff matters and I'm confused, I'm lost and, and shrug and say, forget all of it. Or to get so obsessed with it that we actually stress ourselves out. And so by, by kind of poking some holes um, in these subjects, I'm hoping the reader can, can have a healthier, um, more realistic mindset about um, health, food, uh, exercise, even vices. Like, okay, if you, for someone who might want to uh, uh, play video games now and then, all right, some studies show that's maybe helping you out some, right? So it's by, 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 letting, by letting us have kind of a, um, a, more rational and uh, more relaxed mindset about health, I think that lets us just enjoy life. And most importantly for me is we often think that doing what's good for us and doing what we like enjoy and really like doing are kind of at odds. We think, oh no, you know, I, 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 I shouldn't be eating steak because I really like it. So it can't be good for me. Like we think those are odds when often, no, they're, they're not. And actually like steak and fat, those things, like thankfully science has shown like in moderation, you're good to go. So I'm hoping <laughs> people feel more comfortable with that stuff. Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today. Jeff's book, The Good News About What's Bad For You and The Bad News About What's Good For You is coming out this week, just in time for the holidays. And I bet 
every single person listening can think of at least one person for whom Jeff's book would make the perfect gift. And you'll find it wherever you buy books. And we've also got a link to Jeff's website in the show notes, which you'll find at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. Or if you want to navigate directly there, it's Jeff Wilser, W-I-L-S-E-R.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.